0: Ask a designer, anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 64. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'm still talking to Ian Mead today. This is part four of five. So tomorrow is the last part. Ian Mead is a design consultant and he's been one for over 30 years. And the last couple of days I've been talking to him. So if you've not checked out the other episodes, I suggest you go back and have a listen because they've been really interesting. So, Let's get to me talking to Ian Mead again. Let's go.
1: It's like the thing, it's almost like going back to what I was saying, the 80s, and the thing, yeah, it, to be seen in a BMW, you you've made it kind of thing. Maybe it's a similar scenario with Apple products that, that, that people think they're hip and cool. And which they've which. The are advertising drags people that way.
0: I think it's exactly that, and that's exactly why when you say there's style over substance now, yeah. which is completely right, yeah. because the only reason you'd buy uh, an iPhone or an iPod or a MacBook now is because you want an Apple product. It's 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 almost you. You don't even really want the best one in the market because there is other options out there but you want to be part of that group that owns yeah. an Apple product.
1: I wouldn't dare buy anything else. Is that bad? <laughs> but, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Although I do believe my iPhone 4 that's in my pocket at the moment is better than a 5, yeah. which were and 6, 5 is better than 6 and 6 better <laughs> than 7. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I know they've all got new features and stuff, but each time, but they're continually chasing it, aren't they
0: yeah, well, they're a technology company and, and that is what it's all about. When it What it comes down to, what it boils down to is that they need to be seen to always be making the next best thing. They need to be seen to always be at the forefront of technology. And we kind, we're kind of reaching peak technology now where there's not much more that you can do with a smartphone. They already do everything smartphones now. So people can't do anything more, but they've still got to release an iPhone 9 and a 10, and mm. an 11, and a 12, and a 13. It, it's just like cars. If you come back to BMW, they've got to release a new car oh, yeah. every year. Even though- More and
1: more models, more and more variations of models, more and more, yeah, but like, you, you probably only need three, but now we've got it with this engine, and this engine, and this, yeah, yeah. But you're right. I mean, but but what you've got to do is you've got to, you have actually also got to admire the technology. Because, like, Sometimes, having gone through all the stages that I have in terms of um, pasting up artwork and cutting it all out with bits of, on bits of paper and sticking it out with cow gum and, and then putting it under a camera and taking photographs of it. and Oh, yeah. Um, having come from there to the kind of Apple generation of doing artwork on screen. But then... Move on from that into into phones, particularly, and 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 of course, like the the quality of 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 and range that that a that a phone in your pocket can do now, uh, even if you only talk about the little camera that's in there. Sometimes it's just yeah. unbelievable.
0: Well, there's there's that fo- photo that always goes around on social media where it, there's an iPhone on the right hand side. And on the left-hand side, there's a, a camcorder, there's a camera, there's a phone, um, there's a voice recorder, there's a Game Boy, and all those things are in that one thing that's on that right-hand side now. It is it is crazy when you think about it, how far technology's come, even in just 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the,
1: the camera on a, on a phone now is just unbelievable. Hmm. I don't know what well, this, this new... The <clears throat> iPhone 7... I see they're advertising something with this portrait mode or something. I don't know what it does, but it must be must, it must be clever.
0: Well, the bit, <laughs> they basically use two cameras, so that they've got two cameras on the back of the phone now. So the portrait mode thing that they're advertising, it takes a photo with two cameras, and when it takes a photo with two cameras, it, it gives it the ability to blur out the background. All right. you know, You know, like yeah. when you've got a really shallow depth yeah, yeah, of field. yeah, yeah. So they use two cameras to do that, right? Yeah. Just love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, technology has. Uh-
1: I mean, like, I've embraced technology for forty years, and I haven't necessarily always been right at the forefront, but I, I, I've, I've, I've always let it just slightly settle in mm. for a year or two. That- but then, like, if things are available, then. Then you go for it, and you and, and you get on board. But um, certainly, the graphics industry, in terms of Apple products, um, have completely revolutionised and changed it. It's different, but I'm not sure that the values, in terms of the end product, are that different, or even ought to be that different. Which mm. is what going back to what we just said about people continually changing logos and changing designs and things, changing typefaces.
0: Yeah, because technology has made it so much easier yeah, to change stuff. Yeah. that People just do it automatically. But you, you made a good point there about changing and changing with technology. And in the 30 years that you've been doing this, you've seen, seen the design industry go from... One thing to another thing, to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. And how do you manage to stay relevant over all that time? You just have
1: to keep your wits about you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have to have your eyes open and your mind open. Because- and, and you have to observe and you have to, 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 you have to talk to people, talk to people, obviously different generations. Well, I think it's, an, it's just an awareness of, of what's going on around you. And you take that in. I, at the same time, it's it's the old, I never want to throw away the baby with the bathwater. And I always want to go back and respect and use this kind of back catalogue that I've got in my head. because. I don't think, just because it's something from 40 years ago, 400 years ago, that it's necessarily irrelevant. But then that's all part of the decision-making and um, the the kind of options when when you're doing any design work, that, that you've got this back catalogue in your head and you draw on that, not physically draw, but all from me to solve problems.
0: I think that's the biggest thing that young designers struggle with. If, if you get in your first design job, you've not got that back catalog of things to draw on and it can make it, well, it can make you feel like you're not a very good designer, but it's not that you're not a good designer. It's just that you've not got that back catalog of things to pull on. Um, which only develops over time when when you've been doing a design, uh, when you've been a designer for a long period of time.
1: But that's when you should be looking at books and looking back and... Books? Um, yeah, books. Yeah, books. <laughs> yeah, those things with pages in made out of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's no different, you know. It, it, it's sort of, uh, you, you pluck examples. So things that... Things that are really good uh, uh, can be or are timeless and could have been done in any moment in time. And that refers to, uh, you can refer that to art and you could say something that, you know, Matisse did or something, you know, that, I can't think of another example at the moment, but Matisse is a good example. Uh, You you could pick it up and that could be as fresh and as new today. To look at as something
0: um, that had actually been done today. But what makes it timeless? How come that that's timeless and it still looks as relevant now? And how do you make sure that if you did something like that, it were timeless? Do you even know that in advance? No, you don't know. You can't.
1: If, if you knew that, then you'd be very clever, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, it, um, yeah. But that applies to music, don't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Like music now how much of it will survive 10 years, 20? How much of what is like very, that's new and popular now will be listened to again in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years?
0: But did you think that in the 80s of the chart music right then as as well? Did you think? 80s, no. 80s, no, but 60s, yes. Maybe. And in 60s, a lot of that is classics now.
1: Yeah. But then 80s has become classics. Hmm. But at, at the time, you just thought it were pop junk. Yeah. Maybe. And you- yeah, you know, Evan 17 and ABC or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: hmm. I, I agree with you about music in, what do we even call this era? Tens. Yeah, twenty tens. You can't even call it eighties or nineties anymore. Can you? Is it ten? Tens? I don't know it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> but music that's around mm. now in two thousands and two thousand and tens, it doesn't feel like it's classic. But maybe in thirty years' time, it will be classic. That'd be a tragedy if it is classic. But
1: <laughs> yeah, because like I, yeah, I'll give yeah. Just because I'm I'm in for that baby boomer generation. And because I'm a child of the sixties, then I do listen to a lot of sixties stuff. But a lot of the people who who were doing stuff in sixties and early seventies are still working now and some of are not right good, <laughs> <laughs> but they try.
0: That was me talking to Ian Mead all about design and other random stuff again. This was part four of five. Tomorrow is the last part of me talking to Ian Mead. Then after that, at some point over the next week, I'm going to release the full conversation that we had. Um, Practically unedited, practically uncut. So it'll be around two hours long or something, and it'll be an extra episode, to the ones that I've already released. So it won't be one of my day uh, episodes, count towards my day episodes. So tomorrow is the last one of that. I hope you've been enjoying these. I've, I've really enjoyed talking to Ian. And I've really enjoyed this format. It just mixes, mixes my podcast up a little bit as well. So that's it for today. So thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you tomorrow again with another conversation with Ian Mead. Speak to you soon.